an art collective of self-proclaimed expat misfits that formed in London back in 2018, are about to unveil their first exhibition over here in Aotearoa. The Water Tastes Different Here includes work by international DJ Lady Shaka, fashion designer Lyle Hakaraya, and our guest Jessica Paralangi, who's the queer-led Inter-Island Collective's co-founder. Jessica's returned to New Zealand after 16 years in London to take over as General Manager of the Arts Foundation and to continue her work with the collective from here. Well, I took her back to 2018 to find out about the collective's early ambitions. The impetus was that we were aware that there was a, a, an opportunity to have a, a gallery space in East London. And of course, being in London, real estate is so premium that, you know, to the luxury of having actually a space where we could um, have a studio and make work was kind of a dream that we never thought would happen. So um, actually through the application to apply for the space, for me, that's how the collective became quite, I guess, formed in an informal way um, and really started to galvanise around that space, which we call Moku, which is island. And they've become this island within the island of the UK. And so I think that the dream was to have a hub we used to call it uh, Moku HQ, so a kind of headquarters for any um, of our weary travellers who had done the long flight from Aotearoa all the way to the UK to just come and be welcome and looked after in this space. So it acted as a studio slash meeting place and just somewhere to kind of relax, I think, you know, in the busyness that I think London seems to just have always. So. Yeah, I think that was the dream, to have somewhere to be um, and to be able to call it home. London, of course, such a hive of activity when it comes to contemporary art. What do you feel mm. that the hub, this hub has, has achieved? I mean, did it, were you able to tell the kinds of stories, the range of stories that you as members wanted to tell? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it can be uh, really daunting when you first get to London because you're not used to that pace you're not used to the amount of people the the amount of difference um and so yeah I think it it was a place where we could explore and and understand who we were in the diaspora so you know a lot of us have been in in the UK for many years and Aotearoa in some ways was a bit of a a a faraway nostalgia (laughs) that we often only experienced fairly irregularly so um, Moku became this place where we could, you know, explore different parts of our identities and be together and reminisce in some way. And I think create work. Our collective that actually creates work separately, so we're not we're not a collective that works on one work altogether. We often use the, I guess, the safety of the collective to really ideate and explore ideas and teach each other techniques, um, and also just really. I guess, explore and flex our muscles um, in an art way and um, just yeah, continue to have some of these really interesting conversations about what it means to be a Pacifica person that's living so far away from Aotearoa. What was the art then, given you were so far from, from home, from Moana, what, mm. what work were you, did you find yourself creating and, and the sort of feelings, expressions coming through your art then? Mm. And I felt, I think personally, but also as a collective, we were always trying to emulate 
and simulate the Moana. <laughs> so, you know, we had the Thames, which is not really like any other body of water that we've, we have here in Aotearoa. And I think that we all have this really quite personal relationship with the Moana, uh, with the ocean. And so a lot of the work seems to revolve around it. Um, a lot around identity, I think we're all very different in the art that we create, but we do have this, you know, thread that we, I, I think we always go back to. Given that the collective has its very strong, deep roots in London, how much does it mean to you and the other artists to be exhibiting for the first time here in Aotearoa? Yeah, it's really quite um, moving to be able to show here in Aotearoa because yeah, you do become quite removed from, you know, I feel like in, in some ways, I, I can't speak for all of the collective, but being away for so long, you often feel like you're on the outside looking in, like even coming home um, as often as I did over the last 16 years, there was still this feeling of being a tourist in my own city because I wasn't familiar with, I guess, some of the real inane banal things you do every day. And so I feel like coming home and exhibiting here is, um, it is quite emotional for us, I think. Some of the collective have not been home for many years and the, the ability for them to come home has been obviously really challenging like it has for everyone over the last few years. But to be able to be together again here in Aotearoa is, is really quite special. And, you know, just amazing to share with our families, um, especially those who may not know us as artists per se. But yeah, I mean, our one collective common denominator has always been that we were all born in this whenua, you know, so we all have a tie to Aotearoa, um, but how that manifests now is, is obviously very different, but there is, a, there is also this kind of quite misfit punk aesthetic that I think we all love that for us represents our London life as well. I noticed that word misfits and I wondered whether it was, yeah. you know, you had claimed it for yourselves or you'd been described in this way and you all embraced it because it's, I love it as a word. Yeah, yeah, we definitely embraced it. I mean, we talk about being Tangata Moana, so people of the ocean. So we, we like coining the term Moana Misfits. Um, and I feel like that um, speaks to our queer identity as well, you know, and how that has manifests in many different ways. And that's still, that's a really fundamental part of who we are and very proud of that. And I guess being able to support different, all the diverse communities that are across the Moana and the world, you know? So yeah, we, it's a, it's definitely a proclaimed proud kind of badge that we wear. Within the exhibition, gosh, the, the work is so diverse. You've got DJ, you've got fashion designing in there. You've got um, clearly a poet. And, and this is where the title mm. for the exhibition, which again, I really mm. love, The Water Tastes Different Here. I came across that poem that AJ had written. And so we felt like it was perfect in being able to encapsulate this duality of being at home and also being away and that kind of push-pull that often happens when you, yeah, you feel like you're being, you're straddling worlds. So what will we see of yours in The Water Tastes Different here, Jessica? Well, I really love feke or an octopus. And I felt really moved by... Um, I guess what we had all gone through um, in the pandemic so a lot of us decisions were made about where you would be and so the collective ended up being split across the hemispheres and the octopus for me represented being collectively held so the work is called eight arms to hold you and it really speaks to I guess this reciprocal relationship that I have with the collective where I feel like 
I get to have this privileged position of holding them and, you know, helping form and, and I guess articulate some of our narratives, but at the same time, I'm held by them as well in, in terms of personally and professionally and I guess in my artistic work. So it's going to be quite a large vinyl work. I really love big works. That's going to be a big octopus with lots of tentacles that's going to try and wrap its arms around the whole show. <laughs> Uh, metaphorically and in real life yeah so the future for the inter-island collective as you say now divided you've come home after those 16 years away uh, you've got yeah. a day job yeah. with the arts foundation which will be keeping you busy mm-hmm. but will the collective still have a beating heart that simply will be stretched between london and here yeah absolutely i think that's how we will always operate i feel like we now think of ourselves as many moku so there's one one of there's many moku so we inhabit all these different islands across the world but actually you know the core of what we are is constantly changing and evolving and i think that's the beauty of collectives you know they can expand and contract as they need to certainly this collective has gone through that period where you have people who are actively involved and then others who step away and do other work and i feel like we'll continue to shapeshift and go into spaces that we need to be in. And yeah, I think as much as we have enjoyed all of that time we spent together in London, we recognize that we're in a different world now. And so understood that that might mean that it looks different, how we continue to connect. But um, that tether is, is always with us, yeah. As you mentioned, this is a queer-led arts collective. Do you feel, and I know it's only been these four or so years with the collective, do you get a sense of changing attitudes, better understanding, fewer closed minds? What's your sense of attitudes towards our queer arts family, Fano? There is definitely, in my time of being aware that there is a change, there is some shift in ideas but I think for just as many where I feel like there's a shift there still feels to be a a bit of tension and then around um, what that means Um, I think we just have to remain open and expansive in our thinking you know so it's a really interesting landscape that I think continues to change and so I think what we always want to do is prioritize spaces where we feel that we are inviting and welcoming to all of those different communities that we represent. But yeah, I think there is some change, but um, yes, at the same time, I still see some reticence from others for all different types of reasons. So I'm hopeful that um, we can continue to prioritise the safety of our communities and also encourage and amplify spaces where people feel like they can be their truest selves. That's all we're trying to do. Do you feel like you've come home or does it feel like now the water tastes different here? Now you're back. <laughs> well, I, I can drink water straight from the tap, so that's always helpful. This is a version of home for me, but I still feel very much attached to my life abroad, especially in London. So I feel like there was always a fear of having to leave London and then I'd have to stay in, in Tamaki and that was my life. But actually, I think that you know we can have different versions of what home looks like. And so... Tamaki is definitely my home and that I definitely feel a pull to this Whenua and to Aotearoa and to the Pacific but I do feel a grounding um, also in the UK and look maybe that's my 
my mum was born up in the highlands in Aberdeen so maybe that's just my other part of myself that still wants to um, hold on to that version of home as well. Jessica Palalangi, The Water Tastes Different Here will open at Totai Gallery in Tamaki Makoto on the 25th of June.